Hello, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. I'm Scott. Cue the music. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. Keep on Sunnyside alive. So welcome to the celebratory centenary show of 101 episode of uh, the Sunnyside Podcast Show. We we made absolutely no fuss whatsoever about episode 100. I didn't realise it was episode 100 until... None of us did. Uh, until afterwards. I I, saw, I was looking at a podcast thing about episode 97. I thought, oh, that must be episode 100 coming up soon. We better do something. Something. Yeah, after I, I after mean, I what threw would the, we have done? Well, I threw the audio files around to Pablo for editing, and the next day he said he was really disappointed. He was looking forward to seeing what we were going to do with the show for the 100th episode. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I just had to put my hands up and say, it was the 100th episode? Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, what do people want? I, mean, I, I know what people want. People want us to run a quiz. I've seen that. That that seems a high demand. No, uh, people thing. don't. No, 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 no. People don't want us to run a quiz. People want you to run a quiz. <laughs> and I don't know Some why. Idea. Oh, my audio recording stopped. Oh, nuts. I don't know why it stopped. Maybe I ran out of storage. Uh, doesn't matter. I'm not going to record audio. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> You're not getting audio recorded because I think trying to figure out what's going on would be too hard. Um... Well, you just went, you just went quiet. <laughs> I just raised okay. my eyebrows because we've got okay, a webcam. Well, 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 let let let's, let's get it quiz. out of the way. So, what what's what's been happening this week? I've had quite the week. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, okay. So it's going to be this is going to be this is going to verge into depressing stuff. And I apologize. That's just the nature of it. Um, my uh, father-in-law passed away on Monday. Uh, and then his funeral was on Tuesday because Catholics don't mess around. Um, straight into the hole with you, off you go. Um, it was very difficult because it, it, it's all, while he didn't, it wasn't COVID related. It was, um, he'd been very ill for a long, long time. And then... Um, yeah, he'd been in hospital he, for about a year, hadn't he? he? Yeah, he'd been in hospital for about a year with, with sort of various things like pancreas things and other, other things. And um, what happened was... He had gone back in again with with pancreas uh, stuff and this stomach stuff, and he had a peg in his stomach to feed him through the peg, and it was just it was. I mean, it wasn't a great quality of life by the, the stage, and he had he had gone down to about I think he was about seven stone, and he was a tall man. He's not, you know, so he was like you know he was skin and bone. There was nothing to him. And then whenever he went in, um, they did a couple of scans, and one of the scans they did was on his lungs, and they announced that he had advanced cancer. Uh, advanced lung cancer <clears throat> on top of everything else and and i think if he were 100% physically fit and he had advanced lung cancer they might go you've 6 months or or something like that you know i yeah. don't think i don't think you'd have come back from it anyway um as it was he uh, unrelated to the cancer he ended up having having a, a particularly bad night a bleed and and the next day just didn't want to take anything didn't want to get a blood transfusion or anything and at that point the doctors kind of went well there's look there's nothing we we you know there's nothing to convince him to do this there's nothing that's going to help him extend his life by any significant amount he's got 24 to 48 hours um as that was on thursday as it happened he went on to about 
Monday morning. Um, so that meant driving up and down to Craig Allen, constantly thinking the police are going to stop us and ask us why we're going up to Craig Allen. Um, it's peculiar because we haven't been driving anywhere for, for since the lockdown started. So this is the first time my car's had any significant amounts of petrol in it. And, um, so I was, and I'd fill the tank every couple of days then. Um, so I was just bringing Annette up and she was sort of sitting with him, but, like even going into the hospital, even though it wasn't related to coronavirus, there's still a kind of you've got to suit up. You've got to. to um, there's a donning area for donning your equipment and a doffing area for taking your equipment off. It's called a doffing area, to do, yeah. like as in doff your hat, which yeah. is the only time I've ever heard the phrase doff used. Is in, as in oh, I doffed my hat. I doff my hat to you, sir. Um, that's the only time I've ever heard it used, but there was a doffing area for taking all your kit off. And so she had to mask up, suit up, mask, face shield, um, go and sit with him and, uh, on her own for hours and hours and hours at a time. It's just, it's just grim. Yeah, and then the rough. funeral as well. I mean, it's weird because it's like the priest, priest was under very strict Catholic orders from the Pope not to go near anyone, clearly. And so he was not going near anyone. The, the, the service oh, so was. We couldn't, couldn't even do the conciliatory sort of you know the no he, he, he and all that no yeah. no none of that he didn't come near anyone um like one of the things they, they normally do a blessing in the in the oh, <laughs> really is they they do like a, a prayer and when the body arrives so this is the way it works in catholic stuff as far as i can tell uh body gets sent to the home and it's displayed as an open casket in a room and then somebody spends you know people come and go and typically someone spends all night with with the body um um so that's that's the norm and and that would be two days and then you'll you'll get buried uh this was one day and so then what happened was that he whenever the body arrived uh, the priest did um they got him on the phone and he did over the phone, over over a webcam, he did a kind of blessing thing. But he did a, 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 a thing of the rosary. And I don't know how familiar you are with the rosary. The beads of the rosary, each one is a prayer. I know, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There's a, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot the of beads. Worst. There's a lot of beads. And what you're supposed to do is cycle through every bead and every bead becomes a prayer. And every 10th bead becomes a different prayer. So it's our father and then he'll marry. Like something like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot. Right. So it's a lot. Right. So you generally, I would never do it. I mean, not me, but that's, that, that that's, I think what, what people go to church for. They sit there, run through the rosary. That's it's fascinating to me how, like different religions do this differently, but they're all about, they seem to be about kind of almost in a way programming you. It's, it's like you're, you, you listen to people repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Anyway, Nathan went in with Annette into the room and the priest did the whole thing of the rosary. And Nathan came out and he says, Daddy, Daddy, I thought I was stuck in a time warp because he kept repeating the same thing over and over again. And I, and I really, I was really worried. I genuinely thought I was stuck in a time loop and, and I scratched my hand to see if it would reset. <laughs> Good God. Really properly worried about it. <laughs> so, and it wasn't like, ah, uh, but it, I mean, I knew it wasn't. It was like, I oh, actually thought this was real. I'm going, no, son, that's just the, that's the rosary. That's what they did. Now, to be fair, I don't think any, anyone was expecting them to do a full ring of the rosary, a, you know, a full kind of, 
Is it called a round? I don't know. Is it called, yeah, that, that, is that's it, called a round. Let's call it a set. He, a set of a the full rosary. round. A full <laughs> round of the rosary. <laughs> so the, yeah, so it's like it's it's got all these little beads, and every tenth bead is a, is a slightly different one, and then it comes off with the wee beads, and then there's the cross. That's the that's the rosary. I had one when I was a kid. That's, they give you when you go through Catholic stuff, they give you them left, right, and center. There's, there's well, yeah. When I think can, growing up in the eighties, every Catholic got a copy of yeah. Michael Jackson's Thriller and a rosary bead. <laughs> thriller really <laughs> they um was that a catholic thing did we demarcate thriller did we claim thriller did we go you've got all your flutes we're having michael jackson <laughs> i mean he was a pedophile so he'll fit right in <laughs> sorry sorry alleged pedophile wow it's him you're defending oh <laughs> <laughs> see <laughs> right I was, well that's good i was worried you were going to defend all catholics just any of the michael jackson now, to be fair, when, when I was a kid, uh, or no, when I was a kid, when I was about 18 or 19 or something, my brother had a big standee of Michael Jackson from the Bad Tour. And it was, it, so he, they all loved Michael Jackson around. Although, weirdly, one of our friends was a Protestant girl and she loved Michael Jackson more than any of us. So, I, you know, I, I don't know if that, that, that broad stroke you've painted there is necessarily a true reflection of the complexities and nuances of Northern Ireland politics. All Maybe takes like Michael Jackson, all prods like, bands i don't know what is all like i don't know. um anyway so um yeah so he was he was worried so anyway he did a full be the thing of the rosary the thing is the priest won't come they won't let anyone into the church it's like maximum 10 people in the church um but this room that you you bring the body back to is always a small a small room in the house and so the place was packed with people it was even there was no way you could even do social distance and it just wasn't possible at all so uh, but they, except for the priest who was nowhere near anyone and then do you they think that's just a case of people just saying right we'll forget the rules here I think so. I think I think it's very hard to enforce social distance in any way uh, when people are in that state. And I mean, you, I'm sure you've encountered it. I've definitely encountered it where you're walking along and someone's coming towards you on a footpath and there's a car coming and you don't, you know, no one's sorted out what the rules of this are yet. I mean, I mean, what do you do? You wait for the car to go and then you step onto the road. Do you walk past him? I can, t- I can tell by, I can tell by Ron's face what he's going to say next. Well, I, had a he, hasn't been out. he hasn't been outside. No, I, I had a, f- a stand up row with a guy in the shop the other day. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, okay. From, this isn't where I thought years. it was going. <laughs> well, I, I was, I was in this this the, the little uh, supermarket across the road from my house, and I, mm-hmm. you know, they, they have all the signs up for socially distance, keep away from everyone, and they've yeah. got little paths on the on the area. Don't stand in like the the square adjacent to somebody else, and you, everyone mm-hmm. kind of understands the rules. You feel like a chess piece. You're only allowed to go diagonally uh, and hop over three people at the same time. So the layout of this of this little the, the garage, the layout of this garage is that. The the crisps and sweets and all are, are on the lane nearest the door and, <laughs> the and stuff that's Ron how you, wants. Yeah, if, <laughs> if there was no there. if there was no pandemic on, that'd be the, you go up to the hill and you would go out past that way, right? So I'm standing there picking out some crisps and sweets, <laughs> grazing and like a, a cow. <laughs> and there's a guy at the till, and he pays for, pays his bill, turns around and, and walks out past me, squeezing past me, goes, "Oh, mm. sorry, mate." I was just, yeah, I, just I mean, you right, should not bump into people. I mean, no. that should be no matter how hard it is to maintain the two the the two meter distance. There should be at no point you should you physically be bumping into people. So I let it go, but yeah, it's two seconds later he comes back into the shop. Jesus Christ! And he realizes he needs to get something else, so he goes and buys a can of coke. Goes up to the till. This, this all takes about fifteen seconds. 
goes up to the till, and then goes to walk out past me again. And I just turned around to him and went, for fuck's sake, mate, what are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, all right, all right, all right, you're standing in the way out, you're standing in the way out. I said, how am I supposed to buy anything here if it's the way out? That's not my job to figure it out, you ignorant cunt. <laughs> wow, that escalated. Whoa. <laughs> Was it? Was it? Is there? Have they got a one-way system though? I mean, are you supposed to walk out? So a there's two. There, there are there are two <coughs> aisles sort of facing mm-hmm. the till. So if someone's standing in the in the aisle that's nearest the door, you can walk down the other one. That's not a yeah, problem. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I just lost my temper with the guy really fast, <coughs> and then I kind of had to apologise to the the guy behind the till. And he, the, the guy behind the till was very understanding. He was like, "Look, mate, he he, he clearly wasn't paying attention or whatever." He's he's yeah. I don't blame you, but. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I was—I I just couldn't believe the neck on the guy for acting like I was the asshole. <laughs> yeah, you're in the wrong. How dare you stand in my way? I know there's a perfectly acceptable other path I could walk, but no, you're in my way. You should have stood there, got a staff out and said, you shall not pass! Like that. I mean, squeezing past me on a good day is takes some, <laughs> some goal, you know? <laughs> uh, but that, I mean, we haven't quite figured out all the... its It's like... You know what the rules of driving are. You know what you're supposed to do when you meet, you know, you're coming to a junction and a car's pulled out in a certain way and, and or you're, you're, you know, you're about to turn into, uh, a, you know, a, a lane in a certain direction and stuff. We all have that figured out, but we haven't figured out what we're supposed to do in shops when somebody comes walking down the aisle in the opposite direction when the, flipping floors clearly marked one way and you're going, but I want to, I want to go up that way. And now you're walking down. Now you've stopped. You've stopped. Well, yeah. and I, I, mean, I mean, no one, no one designed these shops for a pandemic. You know, no, no. I mean, they're, they're you do too, your best they're to too figure closely. The aisles, out, yeah. aisles are too closely packed together. I mean, they're it's the only like, shop I've been in. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, I suspect they're probably getting better at it because I mean, I haven't been up to the big Tesco up. Um, uh, I think not Nagani Tesco, but the, the first time we went up. Um, when the you know when there were queues and stuff, and they marked out the floor markings, the way they'd done it was that the the only way to go through the place was to travel up and down every aisle in a zigzag fashion, which meant going up and then down, then up and then down, then up and down. But the only way to get to like aisle four was to go through one, two, three, and four. You couldn't just skip ahead to aisle four, which meant people were kind of slowly making their way through trying to get to the other aisle and then there was that point where i i said to that i'll just i'll get some mushrooms while you're going down there she got all the way down the aisle and i was stuck at the other side it was like how do i get back to you now i don't know I, 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 I can't skip ahead what, uh, what am i supposed to do we're always going to be separated by one aisle this is not right so it's it's a kind of I think we're we're still trying to figure it out. I mean, I suspect what we should see is the shops should widen those aisles, make them easier to kind of do that. And I actually probably in an ideal world would move to everyone buying online and, and not bother going out yeah. to the shops at all. You know, I mean, some of the shops around us are not busy all the time. There's um, uh, the Tesco's always chalker, but right beside it, there's a small center and it's always empty. And I don't know why, uh, but you can wander into the uh, the center. But even though, Jesus, I tell you about the drunk girl in the center. And the, uh, no. was a, I was, I went into the center to get some milk. So they have their milk and their cheese and their sort of freezer, uh, fr- uh, cold stuff aisle. 
Um, and I was trying to get, I had to get a block of cheese. That's all I wanted was a block of cheese. So I was stood there and in order to get to the till, then you had to go down this aisle again, zigzag. So I'd zigged up and now the only way down was back down that way. And there was someone behind me. And in, in this aisle was this drunk girl who decided to buy eight items with no basket. So she was carrying, like carrying about four. And every time she picked something else up, she dropped something. Right. And she was a, not a small girl, but not a big girl, but not, you know, she was a kind of an obstacle. <laughs> not an obstacle in the scale of you, Ron, but smaller, you know, but not, not okay. little, but also worse than all of this. 75% of me. 75% of you. But worse than that, Ron, she had about 23% less pants than you would wear. So there was a crack, <laughs> the very visible bum crack that every time she turned around to pick up something, she'd bend over and you'd be like, Jesus Christ, I, was, I want to see I'm, where I'm you are so I know what I'm folds here. <laughs> And I, I'm having to watch her to see when she's going to leave the aisle so I can make my break for it and get down there, get some cheese and move on. And, she, and But then every time I turn around, you're like, the, like this black hole faces you and they're like, ah, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Jesus Christ. So anyway, that I was... Uh, from it. I, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very concerned that I, I uh, maybe derailed you from your story. You were, you, last we left you, you were at the wake. Oh yeah, well, I mean, there wasn't a wake so much. The um, we what do you call it? We basically everyone piled into Annette's mum's house, and then with, I mean, he was a popular man. He, um, you know, he was really well known around Middletown. It was a very small village anyway, so everyone was out in the street. Basically, you know, everyone was out in the street, and Annette was very upset. And the boys, I mean, God, I mean. I like Francie. He was a really nice guy. Although I mean, we never—I could never understand him because he's a countryside man. So I, and I'm a city bloke, as you know. All, all know I'm from a big city, um, and so I always struggled to understand what he was saying. Uh, and there was never a great kind of um, connection, you know. But uh, so, uh, and he was still always miffed that I never asked for his ha- his daughter's hand in marriage. I mean, I did like to point out we'd been living together nine years before we got married, you know, so it seemed a bit it seemed a bit late to shut that particular barn door, but um, <laughs> he would always bring it up. And, you know, we would, if we were going on holiday or something, we'd ask them both to come down. But Because, as you know, Annette lost her brother about, oh God, 10 years ago now, so um, to suicide. So, and there was only Annette and her brother and her mum and dad, so it was a small family unit, and they lost someone mm-hmm. uh, important to them. And then for Annette then to lose her dad is... It's difficult, you know. It's difficult. Of course, it is. Uh, and I mean, the difficulty for me has been t- telling the boys and t- them being so upset about it, and it's a very difficult thing to watch. It's, it's their first grandparent that they've lost in memory, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I think I can't remember losing my grandparents. I never was never particularly close to my grandparents, so I don't think it ever mattered to me. But they were really, really loved their granddad. So, you know, for them, it was a big deal. Although in the past year, because he'd been ill, the only time they'd seen him was really in hospital. Um, mm. And whenever he was finally out of hospital, they couldn't really get up to see him because of the, you know, the lockdown stuff. So um, it was, it's just been very tough for the kids. And I mean, we've taken them off school for a week. So, I mean, one one thing I will say, I, I posted about this note on, on, um, Twitter, but I think it's worth repeating is, is one of his nieces. And they, he was brilliant with young kids. Like, see young kids. He was great with them. I think partly because when, when, partly because he, I don't know, he was, he was quite the barfly. He'd go to bars and he'd meet strangers. He'd chat to people. He'd find out, you know, he'd know more about wherever you lived than you would ever know 
by the you know he would wander around and talk to people and stuff find out but he also loved kids and kids loved him and one of his uh i suppose great niece i think is what she would be but she'd call him uncle frankie or big frankie left a note in in the coffin saying uh uh, uh dear uh big frankie uh i'm sorry you're dead i'm sorry you died but i still like you <laughs> the idea that you've died, but it's okay. I still like you. I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to let that get in the way of our relationship. That's I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide, which was very kind of funny and sweet. So, I mean, young kids kind of, when, when you're going through stuff like that, young kids are what tends to save you. Um, yeah. You still here, Scott? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> do you want me to interrupt the story about your dead father-in-law? No, I just, I was just wondering if you were still here. I mean, <laughs> that's look, all. Look, if, if, if this show's talk setting, it's the dead father-in-laws don't mean an awful lot to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Who famously did not shed a tear at his own father-in-law passing, but yeah. cried bucket loads at the dog down. When the dog. Well, yeah, but the dog was only a year old and it got hit by a van. <laughs> like, that's like... Still not good. Still not good. Like, that's how, a heck of a way just, to go. Um, speaking of major life changes and things that can really disrupt your, you know, your life and your sudden shocks to the system that really kind of derail you. How are you coping, uh, Ron, with the change in Diet Coke cans? Going from little dingy right. things to I big tall to things. <laughs> I thought you might. I should, get Han- I should get Hannah down because she has a lot to say about this as well. So, I mean, I, what I like about them, first of all, is if I were still the sort of person that would try and make a Batman belt out of Tic Tac boxes, they would be a great piece on it. Paint them yellow, stick them on a Batman pouch, they'd be amazing. Here's the thing, and now this, this hasn't, <laughs> this hasn't quite come up for me yet, but and I, I, I'd been staring at these for the last couple of weeks wondering why I wasn't a fan. Mm-hmm. Because... <laughs> Ultimately, it holds the same amount of it holds the same amount of yeah. um, liquid, but it's a taller, thinner can. And then I got in the car about uh, a week and a half ago, and all of a sudden, is it, it a self? Is it a self image thing? No, it's not. In my car, <laughs> on in the middle, in the middle, sort of uh, bit between the where the oh, I know what you're going to say. Is, I've got two can holders, right? One is a regular 330ml can holder, and one mm-hmm. is a 250ml can holder the size of a Red Bull tin. This fits fucking neither of them. <laughs> ah, so no! It, it doesn't go into the thin one, and it rattles around unstably in the big oh, one. No. This sounds so like this a sort is, of job a 3D printer would be good at, though, to adapt, uh, uh, building little what, can what, adapters. What I need is a container that is the right size, and I'll just pour these into it. <laughs> But do you not like, is it not the metallic uh, bite on your mouth as you pour a drink into your Yes, gob? I prefer drinking them out of the, out of the metallic um, can. Also, yeah, I, I think, I think that the, the um, aluminium is thinner. You reckon it, it feels, could be? It feels more do fragile. Think, do, you think, do you think that's maybe why it's taller like that and thinner? Is, is it, I think, I think the structurally it holds together the better? the upwards, um, look, they've done it for a reason and that reason obviously going to be cost related. I think mm. they're using less aluminium, mm. like a slight percentage less. Yeah, but that, that adds up. As my dad used to be, my dad used to be fond of telling the story about the guy who uh, wrote to the matchbox company and said, do you know what? You only need one side of your matchboxes with the sandpaper on it. And they went, oh, that's a good idea. Let's try that. And it saved them millions. Right, so, the bounty yeah. bar, bar guy. Oh, no. What's that one? I've never well, figured one. out that the bounties didn't need to have the little tray inside the inside the wrapper. <laughs> 
<laughs> he, he just said, well, what's the tray for? Because people didn't remember in the 80s and early 90s, bounties used to have a little cardboard tray inside mm. the, the pack. Mm. And they, they just stopped putting it in there. I forgot about the little tray, right enough now yeah. you mention it. I mean, an absolutely mm. pointless thing that you know, everyone came to expect inside their bounties, but, you know, it, uh, well, I mean, there was uproar whenever it was uh, taken away. I will say, and, I, I'll say, I want to say one thing, which is that um, it was nice that Scott had so much respect for the loss of my uh, father-in-law that he decided to sit out the whole thing. I don't know why he's got the same respect for your can story, but that's... <laughs> you still here, Scott? Yep. <laughs> What's Hannah got it, to say about it? it it's well, probably our, our problem is the, same, is the same with Ron's apart, except that it's our fridge. We got like a little drawer for cans that came Ooh, with the fridge. Yeah. And it would like hold them all like perfectly stacked up. Mm-hmm. Like you could fit a, a decent number of cans in a, oh, in a very side? small space, all on their side, all oh, stacked yeah. up um, in this little kind of special plastic bit that came with the fridge. And now this doesn't fit. Yeah, you, you can't just go messing with standards and they've messed with the standard. <laughs> no. They no. have, they've really faffed it up. But um, no, I mean, at, this, least, this, at least PJ's right. Like, you could 3D print like a little koozie that could go inside that little cup holder. I, I don't and think koozie is the right word for it. No, koozie is not a good word for that. I mean, well, I mean, there's, there's a sort of the, the, cozy sexual, maybe, but a the sexual connotation of the shape of it going into it. I mean, <laughs> hey, they're called beer, they're called beer koozies. The things that beer yeah. cans go into are, co- are called beer koozies. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you Google koozie, that's what you'd get in a result. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not willing to try it either. <laughs> yeah, beer koozie. K O O Z I E. Okay then. Gucci Gucci koozie. Um. That's a Kuchiku, that's what Nathan used to call a jacuzzi, a Kuchiku. <laughs> anyway. That's worse. <laughs> so uh, so have you no other problem with the can apart from the fact that it's 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 it No, why would he have any food. other problem with the can? It's got the same well, amount of diet coke in it. What's the problem I what's the problem I've over over overlooked? No, I don't know. I'm 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 just wondering if your major problem is that you don't like the way it sits in your car. Is it? I, I mean, mean, is it feel weird in your hand? I mean, that's not that's not. I mean, PJ, for you, that might be a minor inconvenience. But Ron drinks a an exorbitant of- amount of diet coke. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you stack them in? Because I find that they stack better in the side bit of the fridge where you would have your milk and stuff. You can put three of them where you would only because they're taller. You can put three of them in because it, there's a lot of height there that is un, unused in that area. My, mine don't make it into the fridge. Um, they just sit <laughs> loosen. They just sit loosen the hole. I mean, do you drink warm diet coke? They're not. They're warm? not warm. They're still quite they're cool. Not, oh, okay, then that's all right. Okay. So. Oh, okay. I mean. Uh, I like that they're close to. The, I mean, I I did used to like the tiny little diet cooks. You could pretend to be a giant. They were my favorite. Just I'm a giant. Ooh, glug glug glug. Um, I mean, uh, that's that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it never got old either. Pretend to be a giant with those diet cooks. No, <laughs> just do it all the time. It's great fun. So, um, anything else this week? We're recording well, I, a bit I, late in the week, so you know. I lost. Those. I mean, I I've lost any chance at having a life outside of work um because i bought animal crossing oh did you see the article i posted today about the financial time from from the front page of the financial times talking Jesus. about I mean, i'll actually read it out to you because it's amazing was the financial times is it is it not all paywalled 
No, well, every day the BBC runs the front pages of the newspapers. So, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, so you don't get to see the article; you just get to see the front page. Yeah, but this was on the front page. So yeah. this is this is this is the article, right? This is the opening paragraph of the article. Savers at Nintendo's The Bank of Nook are being driven to speculate on turnips and tarantulas as the most popular video game of the coronavirus era mimics global central bankers by making steep cuts in interest rates. <laughs> <laughs> and there's more. The estimated 12 million players of the Japanese gaming group's cartoon fantasy Animal Crossing were informed last week about the move, in which the Bank of Nook slashed the interest on savings from 0.5% to just 0.05%. 1.9 million bells, the in-game currency, can be bought online for about one dollar. <laughs> Bastard nooks. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy that why are the Financial Times covered this. I don't understand. It's bonkers. Um, I mean, if you get not, if what, you, what are you getting out of the game then? Oh, it's just really nice. Is it nice? It's I mean, I was nice. I was watching. I mean, because we are at. We're at maximum stress levels here at this point in, in our house. Not like the coronavirus stuff and then Annette's dad. Uh, and just like, we, I mean, we've basically taken the boys out of school for this week because there's just no way we're going to get anything done with them trying to teach them stuff as, as on top of everything else. And then I've got... What, what changes in that aspect? <laughs> well, I mean, like from we'll be trying to teach them is the, is the problem. And then... Yeah. Um, I've got a couple of deadlines starting to pound on my door. One of them particularly needs done, and the other one was supposed to be started a, a week and a half ago, and they've all gone to the wall as, as uh, and that's dad's been ill and then uh, passed. Um, so I, we're like, you know, there's just no more, there's no, like, you know, we're we're at 400 litres of stress in a 300 litre can. That's where we're at right now. Um, and the, what do you call it? So we we were trying to find something to watch earlier. We just ended up turning on the repair shop. Which is lovely. The repair shop. Yeah, I've had people tell me before they find that to be a very relaxing and sort of a reassuring show. Yeah, I mean, here's here's an example of the most stressful thing that happens in the repair shop. They go, oh, we've got this old World War One cap that has got a bit of, it's got like a little dent in the top of it, but they they want to keep that dent because that reminds them of their father. Every picture of the hat has that dent, but the rest of it is, um, the rest of it is very badly damaged, and we're gonna we're gonna go go to that. So that's what we'll do, and then they start working, and we're gonna take this part of this bit of leather out here. And and we'll work away on that. And then the camera will cut to something else and you go, No, tell me more about the hat. I want to know what's happening with the hat. And they'll tell I mean, this doesn't again. sound relaxing. <laughs> this is this sounds like PJ screaming at the TV. <laughs> no wonder everybody else is up to high dough. <laughs> and then and then they go, Now we're talking now we're fixing this old bed and this used to be the bed their father lived in or something. And I know their father know their father made this uh, cot. Who was from- he? Grandpa Joe? <laughs> <laughs> it's always it's always people with old things that they want fix. Actually, the cap was fascinating. I have to say because he 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 went that the peak of the cap is beyond repair. There's just nothing we can do with it. So what we're going to have to do is make a brand new cap, but we're going to have to age it and make it look old so it fits with the rest of the cap. And he did, and it was amazing. He painted, he made it brand. It was brand new. Then he painted sort of distressed colors on it, and then he took it outside and rubbed it in the dirt and went, "This will really add a patina of dirt to this. It'll be great." I was like, "It's Whoa. actually dirt." It's actually dirt. Yeah. Um. And then I gave it to them, and I went, "Wow, this is this is my dad's hat. That's amazing." But you had to sit through the whole bloody program. I was really. That's the most <laughs> stressful thing about it is the the constant cut the way down. You. I mean, but, but, uh, to be fair, I don't want them going. Oh, we've received this really old hat that's damaged. 
but we fixed it now here it is because i feel like that show would be over in about four minutes there would be nothing to that so anyway what are you gonna so say yeah, animal crossing gonna... animal crossing yeah uh yeah it's just it's very like i get my house tomorrow um, in animal crossing in animal crossing okay i get my house i'm currently living in a tent is it, <laughs> is it basically one big tamagotchi is that what it is or or there used to be a game on the the commodore 64 called little computer people anyone remember that i remember that yeah do you remember little computer people have you ever heard of little computer people scott no it was it was you'd have a house uh, I mean, it was all tape decks. So you load up your game on the tape deck, and you'd have a house, and you'd have it would be a house with four floors on it. There'd be a bathroom and a TV room and a bedroom and a, a, another room, and you, a little. Eventually, no, it wouldn't happen straight away. Eventually, a little computer guy would walk in, and it would be a different person from another person's game, and then they would just live in the house, and you would have to do things. You'd have to give him food and uh, scratch his head and stuff, and if you didn't, he would start you're kind of yearning away and then die <laughs> if you didn't load up the game often enough he would just be gone anyway that was that was one no, of the earliest, like, like no. the sims or something yeah i mean you're, you're just you're just looking after yourself you, there are there are two other people that live on your island and so, you, so from you're outside. playing you're playing a character that's in it is that what is you're not looking after a wee guy you're no you're, i know you play you play as you play you, as your little the guys character. yourself i play I, as me there are people doing like talk shows and stuff in it now. So I, don't I mean, know how that you, can, works. you can you can kind of do you can do whatever you want, really. Like once you get to a certain stage, you can. You know, I I, I don't have a house yet, so I can't. Now PJ has just gotten to the point where he doesn't want to listen anymore. <laughs> I'm listening. So no, you're not. I'm listening. I'm listening. And, if, and just... eagle ear, eagle eared listeners will be able to go back to the point whenever PJ made a slight raspberry noise with his mouth because he was making up. Because yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Like, because he was making funny noise, funny faces, and he accidentally let out a little God, raspberry. So Pablo, if we could, Pablo, if we could just circle back. Here's there's a, there's the a little ra- there's here's a little the, raspberry noise. The problems got right. I accept that I am very fidgety and maybe a bit ADHD and stuff. So but the way I deal with that is I try and do multiple things at once. So one of the things I do when someone's talking is I will doodle or I'll do something else because that stops me not listening to them. I am still listening. I was listening to every word you said. I was wrapped by it. I just happened I to be. I, I, I PJ, we, PJ, you're forgetting. You're forgetting that. We have been in a room together for 101 <laughs> episodes of this, and not once have I ever seen a face. Well, that's because that the looked like any of the, in the way. Any of the faces face. that you've pulled. That should be on the pub quiz. That's what I'll do. Which actor is PJ doing now? That's Robert De Niro. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can do. Pat on the back. The Rock. Sean Connery. Oh, Sean Connery says, you have to know mm. how old I am. <laughs> Again, even when you're right, you're wrong. <laughs> anyway, go on, go on. What were you saying? You were saying uh, you're playing um, a little guy in the thing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. So you play the guy. You've paid for this kind of... Uh, this new life you've paid five thousand or uh whatever it is no it's not, it's not five thousand bells there's another in-game currency uh, you paid to be taken off to this island and for them to basically set you up 
and you're going to live on the island with two other people. Now, once you get yourself set up, Hang on, you can are they invite... real people? Or are they two other No, real no, no. People? They're they're NPCs. Okay. Um. So you like you interact with them. They'll show you how to do things. They'll trade with you. That sort of thing. Um. And then once you get set up, you can invite other people who are real and you are, who are your friends or people who aren't your friends and you don't know to come to your island to buy things or trade things or and, and all you, that sort of stuff. Can you chat to them or is the chat limited to sort of fixed responses that you can say? I think like, there, you, there is a little, key, there's a little keyboard it, input. There's a little okay. keyboard input thing that comes up. I haven't had the opportunity to use it yet because my airport isn't open yet, so I can't invite anybody to my island. Um. <laughs> Okay. I'm only, I'm only on day oh, this, two. I don't even this, have a house this, yet. This game sounds like it needs a serious investment of time, though. It seems like it's a game you really need to... People oh. love it, though. I, and I'm really struggling to understand what it is they're getting out of it, but... Yeah, I, I struggled. Really, really, I bought really it really as... A, it. This was an impulse buy because I, I was watching a... Um, a Nintendo Switch games review little video on YouTube. It's like 10 minutes long. Like, all the, all the good games that are out <laughs> now and, you know that are on sale or whatever and one of them popped up and said there's a link in the description box for this website that at the minute is selling a uh, yep there's pj with another raspberry because he's not listening and now he's giggling like a child because oh the teacher heard me <laughs> yep his microphone's just swung away <laughs> Mr. Holden, would you like to share it with the class? Yeah. He <laughs> passed out then. <laughs> and the reason that PJ nearly passed out is because he put his thumb in his mouth and blew really hard. And his glasses went up. That's <laughs> a classic Eric Morgan skit. Uh, I keep, yeah. do you know what it is? I keep forgetting you can see me because I can't see you. <laughs> You know that Ron can still see you. That's because uh, I, I can see him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> this might be the last one we do. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> So what happens next, Dan? On the oh, I needed that. I needed that. So right. So you bought it as a laugh. Uh, no, not as a laugh. Just uh, this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, this uh, YouTube thing said here's a link. They're currently selling it like it's like twelve or fifteen quid off what mm. it what the cost for the physical copy or the the Nintendo uh, e store price. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that makes it. It's like thirty five quid or something like that. Um, and Ooh, I thought Ralphie would maybe hell. get a. Ralphie would maybe get a, a bit of a kick out of it, and I think yeah. Hannah will play it once she stops being so busy um, with work. <laughs> once she stops being such a bitch. Uh, <laughs> That's what you were going with then. No, 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 just once she stops, because she's, uh, well, I'll talk about her work after. We're, oh, yeah, yeah, um, tell, tell us about that. Yeah, we've got it, we've got, we can talk about that. So I thought, you know what, for 35 quid, it might give us some lockdown relief. Um, it might be fun. <laughs> I don't know if that's the phrase you want. <laughs> hey, I'll take it where I can get take it. it. <laughs> I'm fairly sure I saw a website called that the other day. 
Uh. <laughs> um, oh, so it doesn't it doesn't take you long to get sucked in. It really doesn't. That's not. Uh, Have you just got a whole bunch of like Sid James lines written down there? And you're just working your way through them. Uh, okay, so uh, so I mean, is there an end point in the game? Can you suddenly no, discover? No, like, no. There's you... no. There's no mission. There's no. There are lots of tasks to do along the way, but mm-hmm. they will. You know, there's no like you've completed the game. There is just continue. Have you? Were we chatting about the tourist? Did we chat about the tourist? We, ch- we talked about it last week. Yeah, I've been playing that. Okay, yeah, that's right. You did because I I kind of mentioned it to Tom. We looked at looked at it. Looked fun. So we were kind of thinking of getting. Oh, it, it's it's fun. It. I mean, it's no, it, it's it's similar and not. It's kind mm. of half open worldy. You can jump to all these different islands and you can kind of do whatever you want. You can talk to the people. There's little side missions to go off. Animal Crossing is like this dialed up to 11. Mm. You can literally do whatever you want. You'll meet people and they'll say, here, I've lost uh, some bits from my computer. Um, I had them at the beach and now I don't. So if you go down to the beach, will you help me find them? And you'll do bits and pieces, then they'll give you a reward for, you know, doing that. Mm -hmm. Whilst you're at the beach, you can collect some seashells to sell to somebody. You can... If you're, really, if you're really lucky, you can sell some turnips to a celebrity. Turnips are... I, I haven't been able to buy any turnips yet because the turnip lady only comes on a Sunday. <laughs> okay. The game the game works in real time. Okay. <laughs> so when I say, so oh, when I, say I get my like house... Massive time commitment, that. When I say I get my house tomorrow, I mean it. it I literally can't get it until tomorrow. Um, like a mortgage application or what? Yeah, uh, yeah it cost me 98,000 bales. <laughs> Um, of which I've got about half of it in the bank. And do you of, have to I've, buy any real currency, or is it, is nope, it all nope, in? No, there's no, no, there's no, there's no microtransactions. There's no purchases. Everything is farmed, or found, or collected, or sold, or bought, all okay. in the game. So, what is the, what is the process of someone visiting your island? Because I see people on Twitter all the time saying, "Will someone come to my island and buy something from me, or bring something?" Yes. So I think you can make you can make your island accessible to other people within the game, I think, or you can invite someone. So if you've got a friend code on the Switch, um, you can invite someone to come to your island and they they have to they buy a ticket and they fly in and they come to your island and you can hang out and do whatever whatever you're gonna do. I don't know. I don't have any Tinder at that point then. I mean it all it all seems yeah, it all seems fairly wholesome. Yeah, right um, now. I mean, someone will figure it out. <laughs> I mean, what did I? I, 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 made, I made close <laughs> to ten thousand bells today um, by weeding most of my island, then crafting the weeds into uh, mattresses oh, no, and me. selling them crafting. in the and selling them in the shops. I suppose you're I've glued now to the Financial Times to make sure you're you've got the right bells. Uh, price against capital. I mean I don't, have, I, don't I don't think I don't think I have I don't think I have the I don't, I'm not a homeowner so there's things that I don't have access to yet and uh, I think an interest an interest bank account might be one of them crafting loses me every um, time I've always told Susie Susie tries to talk me into like games if she thinks I like and then and as soon as she says the word crafting I'm out what? That, I, it's it's uh, it's just the thought that I've got to do work do you, know, do you know my problem with crafting isn't so much to do in the work it's 
you've suddenly got to figure out these 10,000 different configurations of things to understand what you've got to do. And it's just a, who could be, it's like, it really does require proper uh, commitment to it. You can't, you can't just half horse well, it and hope that somehow I think smashing three bananas together is going to make you a car or something. It's just, I mean, there work. are, there are recipes for all the things that you build, but it's, I think it's a lot simpler than, um, than like Minecraft and stuff. Mm. Like to build an ax, I need a rock and four tree branches. And that's yeah, well, as much I mean, as that, I need. That's identical to Minecraft, but anyway. <laughs> um, and and then, and then you go around chopping up trees. Is that it? You can you can chop down trees. You man, can um, man catch bugs. is always doing stuff like that, destroying the you environment. Can, or, or, just no, so we can have no, some if you want to, bells. if you want to, you could just shake a tree. You can just shake a tree <laughs> and have the have the fruit fall off and collect the fruit mm-hmm. and go and sell it. Like a real economy. Mm. Um, okay then. Yeah, so and, it's, and, it's, and it's just very nice. Can you have multiple nice. players playing the same game if you own yes. it? Can Ralphie yeah. have his own version? And, yeah, and Ralphie can have his own, and you can put, you can play on the screen to, uh, and together. And can you yeah. visit his island? I can visit his island, he can visit my island. But the, can, the only but, thing is... How, how can you do that if you're... I mean, when you visit someone's island, are you both playing at the same time? Is that yes. the way you do it? Okay, yes. so you can't visit his island because he's using the same device as you. No, you can. You can play, you can, you can play on screen together. Oh right. Okay. So oh, okay. Okay. He can, yeah, we can split the, the split the con- ah, yeah right, split right. the switch controllers and uh, and play on screen together. Okay. Okay. That's, um, that's very. The, the only thing is, I want I want Ralphie to to have a go at it, but there is I I'll need to play probably the first couple of hours for him because there's a lot of reading and like, yeah. but just for for bullshit <laughs> stuff just to get it set up. Um, he already wants think, a house. He wants to know why I know. haven't I got a house, Daddy? You've got a house. I haven't got a house. I demand yeah. a house, Daddy. And you're I'm living. Go, a, I'm living. Son, I'm living in a tent. Let me tell you about mortgages. And, selling and, hermit crabs. Hermit crabs are, <laughs> well, are very do, do cheddar. Do you know what, solid do you cheddar. Know what, do you know what solid. I have found very relaxing this week? Masturbation is well. <laughs> you, you're you're going to regret saying that after all. That's the next. It's Scott's wife, Hannah. And the new, <laughs> new video on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, sorry, Scott. Scott. Tell tell us a bit about the the Hannah's the new um, video making. Yeah, so Hannah's um, uh, before the kind of lockdown um, happened. Hannah had decided to leave her job and go self-employed as a um, freelance art Some facilitator. Racking time in there on her. Behalf. I know. Just I know. Me as an idea at the time. Absolutely spectacular, because um, she'd been she'd been on maternity leave for a year, but during that time she'd been teaching uh, at le- you know for the most of it probably two to three classes a week uh, in various craft um, making, um, and she thought that you know she was making about as much money as she was in her job, and she'd just like to do this full hmm. time. So obviously a lot of work dried up, uh, but the Northern Ireland War Memorial got in touch about um, having some crafts to do for kids to celebrate VE Day. And I think that mm-hmm. the original plan was for them to do this these crafts in the museum on VE Day and just, you know, have the kids mm. there and all do it in person. I know any but kids in, I know can't get enough of VE Day. I <laughs> well, I think, there's, I think the schools were probably going to force them to come because yeah. it was still going to be, all the schools were still going to be in session. Yeah, yeah um, part of history. But obviously that all went sideways. So they asked if she could get kind of given the popularity of these things. Um, could she make a video and they'll put it online and the kids can all do it at home. Um, so we very kindly borrowed um, Ron's production gear. 
No, you mean Ron um, very kindly lent you his production gear? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, right. Fair enough. And we shot. We so shot all rules two... of grammar just out the window just because there's a pandemic on. Yeah. <laughs> we shot two videos in Hannah's little studio downstairs. We mm-hmm. set it up. Nice, you know, nice lights, nice camera. Um, and nice the War Memorial. The War Memorial put them out today, so we'll put a link somewhere wherever hmm. wherever links for this show go, and you can watch it if you've got any kids. Do the craft with your kids. Um, e- and even if you don't, I watched. The, I must d- have watched that video with three or four times. I just find <laughs> I just find Hannah, Hannah's voice don't last long enough for one. Hannah's voice <laughs> and the music and the whole thing exceptionally relaxing. I th- I think it's without well, um this like this. I'm not. I'm post production. I don't. I, I don't make videos by any stretch of the imagination. I never have. Um, but I think from the two of us, I think we have produced something that's pretty passable as a YouTube video. Like well, YouTube videos are generally pretty polished and um, and that sort of thing. And I think it's it's fairly good kind of production wise. I'm still getting my head around audio mixing and trying to do that side of things. Um, but I think we're both we're both really happy with it. Hannah like really busted her ass um doing it and she did all the editing herself. She wanted to do it herself. Oh did she? Okay. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. she I showed her how to how to do the editing in DaVinci Resolve. Uh and she um sat down in the little room that I have set up to work from home um and uh, cut it all together herself. I bullied her into putting music on because I thought it definitely needed it. But that was really my only Kind of creative. What was the music from? The music is from Ron pointed me towards a website called Ben Sounds. Is that it? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So this guy just puts out. Um, he just writes all his own music, various genres, different styles, and it's all. Uh, the vast majority of it is free to use as okay. long as you credit him in the YouTube yeah. comments. Okay. Um, he then has other ones that you can just buy outright mm. for various prices, but the vast majority of them are just free to use as long as you give him the the credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the comment section, so that's cool. that's what we did. We found a really, really lovely piece of music, like a like um, wartime era, come Tony Hart sort of. Um, Look, I, I was back in the gallery. I, I, was, <laughs> I, I just had a really good time, and Ra- Ralphie makes an appearance in the video too. Oh yeah, Ra- yes, Ralphie is is Hannah's um, helper um, to kind of show us how easy the craft is. Want to see what Scott's kid looks like for whatever reason. <laughs> Um, yeah, showing how just how easy the crafts are to um, to do. So yeah, that's on the Northern Ireland War Memorial. Um, that's what we should have YouTube. been doing a long time ago. We're never going to get doing it now. YouTube videos. Well, YouTube videos. Mm. I mean, <laughs> if, that ship sealed, does it? Yeah. I mean, if you, what do you, what do you want me, us to do? Gone. What do you want us to do? I don't know. That um, was our problem. Was we YouTube could never think of a thing to do. Yeah. Was, uh, I think that's the reason it works for Hannah, is Hannah has a very clear idea of what she Hannah's wants to te- do. Yeah, Hannah knows what, uh, yeah, yeah, what she's, she's, she's what teaching she's something. She's, Im- she's imparting knowledge. I mean, nobody mm-hmm. wants to see us three sit around while you make faces at us. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know well, if that's true. <laughs> I definitely think she's got a future as a YouTuber, and I think she should definitely... Um, I, more, uh, I think it's definitely worth... Yeah, I think it's definitely worth pursuing... I think, given the current situations, like kids are, there, there's. I mean, I, I believe. I mean, I believe that YouTuber money is dropping down because of the pandemic and advertising money's drying drying up. That said, there's still a lot of money to be made, and you know, there there are opportunities that maybe weren't there 
five months ago. I mean, I think they've tapped yeah. a lot of YouTubers and people who can do that sort of stuff for television, you know, for TV. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. Will Sliney has been tapped to do a TV show because of that, because of the his stuff he's been doing on YouTube. Yeah, I think the first episode so, went out last week, did it? I don't I think know. The first no, ep- I, think, I think they're in the second or third episode now. But I mean, oh, it's yeah. Not, I think he's doing it. He's good. He's, there's plans to do a bigger thing. I think the thing that he's done has been like a five minute little piece within a bigger TV show. But I think yeah. they're talking about doing something bigger than that. Um, yeah, I'd like. I'd, I would like to see Hannah kind of continue on with it because it's like she's. Because it'd be nice upset. to have someone in the family with a bit of success. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, sure, she's. Why not? she's cr- Currently upstairs crocheting back orders of things that she sold on her Instagram account um, that <laughs> sold out like that masks. morning, and then she's she making masks, crocheting masks. masks. Um, yeah, big British Union industrial. I know, I know. Um, I mean, the only reason she's not editing the second video tonight is because I'm downstairs using the computer to record this fucking nonsense. Um, <laughs> Because we did the second video does they they want it by the end of the week so we'll uh, we'll mm. spend the next couple of days getting that um, knocked up into shape uh, and then I think hopefully fingers crossed I think they have plans to do more um, oh, okay so which would be which would be nice uh, Hannah's definitely going to do more anyway isn't she I would I would hope so she's a little bit more trepidatious about the whole affair. Um, but we'll yeah. see. We'll see what the reception's like, and and see how she feels about it. But I would. Mm-hmm. I think. I think she's very good at it, and I would like her to. But we'll see what she thinks. Hmm. Okay then. Do we have um, picks of the weeks, boys? Boy, boy. Do anyone have a pick of the week? I've um, got. I've. Got, well, I don't know if this is a pick or. The, I mean, it's something. Okay. But, but, <laughs> it's something. So today, I got in the in the post. These little um, things for like cleaning out your oh, ears. Oh fuck! Yeah, I know what they are. Oh, Jesus Christ! Well, oh, they. Oh, I think I've seen those advertised. The little, co- the like little rubber squirly... corkscrew things. Yeah. Oh, Look, oh, I'm not even sure you, if I can recommend them yet. Have you done? Have, have you done it? Have you used I was, them? I have to say, I was thoroughly disappointed whenever I used one, and I, I really wanted like a chunk the size of my eye to come out of me. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, for you, bit, Ron, there's a danger your eye actually come out. <laughs> <laughs> but when, so whenever, I, whenever I, I, I pops got, out of your ear, <laughs> whenever I only got a little bit out, I was kind of disappointed. But mm. I can't. I, mean, I can't I've, fault the. I can't fault the product for me not having enough in my ear. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, that, that feels less like the difficulty with them. I wish to write to you to complain about the amount of wax I was able to extract from my ear. It was not enough to make a candle. But look, it, it's one of these things where there's about fifty different <laughs> sellers selling versions of this. This one is by a company. Or I think the product is just called Find Back. Find I Back, know. wow! I, wow! I, I don't know what that means. I I mean I feel like I feel like any medical equipment where they haven't translated it into English enough, it's not something you want to play with, really. I mean, it's not it's not as deep as I I showed it up on screen. There it didn't look as wide as long as the ones that they seem to have on the videos and things that you see, where they look like they well, go the, in very yeah, deep. Yeah, the thing is, my my doctor told me that you shouldn't put anything in your ear smaller than your elbow. So I'm that's always that. that feels like an old doctor's tale. That that's every doctor has ever I said. Mean, that. These things, these things they're are, not, they're, are not. they're not that long. But I mean, they they kind of feel like they're probably about as long as something you want to put in your ear. And at least they can't mm. go all the way in like a like a cotton bud. Yeah. yeah. And there's there's 
squirrely. They're so they're soft, are they? They're soft. They're or a hard? spiral, and they're very they're very soft. Yeah, they're very yeah. kind of like you know they're not, they're not they're not in any way rigid. So you put them in there and you just twist it round, and then whatever gunk is in there is supposed to like kind of wend its way down the. And you were just okay. disappointed. Have you tried it up your nose yet? <laughs> <laughs> Listener, he's trying it up his nose right now. It's, it's not. It's not really as effective there. It's going to be as effective tight. for picking your nose. I, I mean, I a little, am a little tight canal. <laughs> and uh, been, um so I mean, you wouldn't call that a pick of the week, would you? Necessarily, you just say it's a thing well, you got I'm just this week. It's something I'm picking in my ears. <laughs> picking your ears. Have you got a pick of the week? Uh, I was up until up until today. I was going to recommend uh, Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's five seasons of it to watch, and then I finished season five, and it was really disappointing. Okay, <laughs> All right. I was like, because oh, it's it's like it's very very good up until like the first four seasons are very enjoyable. Season five is just a bit of a dump squib. It's just. Ugh. And then I think the you'll finale's find the word just there is uh, dump squib. You're right. I was on the. I just yeah. made to see if Roman was going to leap on me. There. Did he say dump squid? He said no, squib. 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 He said yeah, squib, and I was about to correct him and say squid just to see what you would do. And you were you were you looked like you were just right oh, at the I, edge of your seat. Then I wanted to, I wanted to correct somebody. What, what, what? And I didn't. But they said chomping at the bit. It's champing at the bit, and it's, it's champing at the bit. It's champing, and mm-hmm. I wanted to correct them, but I can't I know, remember what, it, why. what is it. What, what's the difference? Because that doesn't feel as significant. The difference as squib and squid, which has a real definite difference. Champing and chomping seem like they're synonymous. Synonymous. synonymous? No, ch- no, because chomping is like, uh, well, obviously, chomping is um, like chewing, biting. Yeah. Um, but champing doesn't mean that at all. Okay, so, so hang on. Ron's just said it means that, but at the front of your mouth? Isn't that what you well, just said, Ron? I, I think that's mean, what it is. I mean, it refers to, obviously, horses, you know, and I think it's, it's it, they're not they're not chewing the bit. They're, they're you know, pressing it with the front of their mouth. But I don't think it really matters. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Looking it up here, according to Collins Dictionary, it doesn't matter. It, it's equally, the, both phrases are valid. Yeah. Well, I'd say it's one of those things where the, the wrong one has been used so much that that they've just kind of thrown their hands up and said, yeah, but fine. No, I wouldn't. I, yeah, people are probably thrown that. But I think technically, because chomping has to do with eating. That's the thing. Chomping has to do with actually eating something. Okay. You, you said, ah, ah. I accidentally went to a website with some audio on it that played my ear holes. Anyway. Anyway, okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, I think, like, I enjoy it. It's 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 an easy watch. It's very good, and it I, can I, be very tense at times, but season very, five is just... The, I, I watched the first episode. I think I watched some of the first episode, and it was just... I, I kind of wasn't in the mood for it, but it's got a very kind of interesting bit where he, he arrives up on a horse. It's all very symbolic looking on a horse and smoky around wherever it is. Manchester it's a very, very stylized show. Yeah. Very yeah. stylized. Um, I, which, I, is bo- which is both good and bad. Yeah. If you like it, you're going to really like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, do you, know I, what else, do you know what else I watched and was fucking shit? The G- Guy Ritchie's The I don't Gentleman. think you understand. I don't think you understand the concept of... No, because uh, I, I, okay. I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about it anyway. Yeah. Okay. The... The, the gentleman, that Guy Ritchie film, what a, the, I, like I've never. Know what? 
I even the films of Guy Ritchie's that I've liked, I am now retroactively thinking to myself, that was a bit ropey. That was, I mean, Snatch, he, no, he's that was a good film, but, but like, the, I mean, the, like the whole thing of the gypsy who can't speak, who's a boxer, and it's like, oh, everything around that is just ooh, a bit ropey, a bit dodgy. But then, then he did, but then he did the Sherlock Holmes films, and they are legitimately ace. The first yeah. one's okay. The first one's, yeah. The, the first, first one's okay. No, I, I enjoy, those films are very, very enjoyable. He did that King Arthur film, which is diabolical. He did the King Arthur, Arthur film, which is bad. He did Aladdin, which I haven't watched, but did bonkers money at the box office. Did he did do what? Aladdin? I, I did watch that like, a couple of weeks ago on Disney Plus, and I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I watched I Aladdin the other day. It was so. alright. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have put it as a Guy Ritchie film. That's a surprise to yeah. me. That's like, what? I don't I mean, know, I don't know why. Aladdin said, Land Me the Wish to Get rid of all you slags. <laughs> <laughs> you slags. Um, anyway, okay. But well, yeah, no, that was a, that was a, that was a, snooze. give that a miss. That's two yeah. shits of the week there from Scott. <laughs> uh, um, I, I, so I, I would say my pick of the week is, uh, there is the 2080 podcast, uh, do a, a, a podcast in the YouTube thing and they're doing one every couple of days. They did one with Brian Boland, where Brian Boland mentioned my artwork. Which was my cover I did for the 2008. I really hate PJ's art. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what? I'm a slightly miffed because I was told he mentioned and bought your 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 cover up twice, and I thought, oh, he's going to say this is really great. He doesn't. He just goes, I really like that character. Like, <laughs> that's nothing to do with my artwork. He likes a monkey. That's what he said. I like a monkey. <laughs> In fact, he literally said, he said, I I wouldn't mind drawing a chimpsy cover because I like drawing monkeys. That was what. It, that's what he said. Anyway, anyway. They, uh, because he's on the podcast, they, uh, they've put, uh, two volumes of the Judge Dredd, uh, case files on sale at half price. Volume five features the Apocalypse War and Judge Death, and it's got some stunk and classic stuff, and it's $7.99 for a big 300, 400 page book. Uh, black and white's beautiful, so I, that's my pick of the week. Okay. Then, there we go. Well, this has been a celebratory 101st episode yeah. oh, of the uh, podcast. Oh, happy 101st episodes! <laughs> um, thanks for all the listeners for staying with us throughout the, you know, throughout the Why? last Why? Why, you fools? Why? <laughs> Look, they love us. They love we'll us do a quiz. We'll do a quiz. We'll do a quiz next week, will we? I'll, I'll like, write some quiz you, questions. You can. I'm going to do a quiz. I'm going to do a quiz next week. And, oh, and you well. two can, you two, and it'll be, oh, what'll it be? Mm, I'll figure about 2008. I was thinking I could make it about the podcast, the last hundred episodes, to see see if there's anything you remember about any of those shows. But then I'd have to listen to them, and I don't really want to do that. I have to go through them all. You could just randomly select episodes and then sort of randomly select right, the time pick some and then see what information from, you get from there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. When did, when did Scott first scratch his balls? That's stuff like that. Anyway, okay, that's been a show. Thanks very much for listening. Yeah, bye. Bye-bye. Good night. Dirt the dark.